0: all right everybody are you ready to do it to it welcome to fantasy baseball picks and bets presented by prize picks with me your host the big guy with the big mouth from the big apple that's big johnny stud the man behind the madness behind the handle at mlb moving averages on a twitter machine you can get at me any day of the week, any time of the day, especially around this time of year, can you smell the grass? We're hearing the sounds, we are seeing the sights, and we are about ready to, like my boy Hambino said, play ball. But first, remember to hop on fade the noise you can see my work ftn bets ftn daily ftn fantasy man things are getting crazy there for 250 you can get the ftn daily package the optimizer is set and it's loaded up and it is sick plus you get all the behind the scenes vip access to all the pros and the paywall podcast the mlb moving averages stuff man it is just almost too much to handle our subs were printing cash last year before we hop into today's work remember stop Hit the like button and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network, MMN. If you want to get more of me, Big Johnny Stud, subscribe on YouTube. And also for your audio podcast providers, you can subscribe there as well to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets. All the other info you need is right down below in that description. So without any further ado, let's get down and do the thing that you all came here for. We gotta make some cash, baby! First things first, when we talk about prize picks, this is something I just recently became introduced to, and I really like the idea. You know, DFS can be a lot of fun... But in reality, especially if we're playing for that million, we are in direct competition where something like prize picks, we could team up and play against the house, kind of pool our information. And it's a little bit more fun to just kind of watch this one guy and see what he does. I've got a couple picks for you today that I think we got a little bit of edge on and I think we're going to get paid. All right. First things first, my man, J Ram, that's Jose Ramirez for the Cleveland baseball team. We're looking for eight fantasy points from him. Really not at all. Order, especially going up against the Tigers and Matthew Boyd. I think there's a little bit of offense to be had in that game. Remember, whenever you play these unique formats, everyone check that scoring. I'll give you just a quick rundown of why I think we're going to get it. You're getting three points for a single, you get two points for a walk, a ribby, or a run, and five points for a steal, ten points for a homer. Of course, that would put us over the top, but we want to get there without hitting the home run. We want to maximize our plate appearances. He checks that box. He's at the top of the lineup. He's a high obp guy he hits for average and he's got legs of course being at the top of the lineup he could score us a run so there's a really good chance j ram leads off the game singles there's three steals second that's five there's your eight points we're wrapping up pack it up i'll see you at the bank everybody but i'm here to give you two let's get the two pack completed and i'm with cool Whit merrifield for the kansas city Royals with cheese also looking for eight points he really kind of looks a lot like j ram as far as this argument goes he leads off we're going to get that extra plate appearance that's so very important he gets on he's got a high contact rate there's just a little bit of pop but he can give you extra bases and of course he might get 20 something steals this year so he also could lead off a little bloop single and a steal there's your eight points 10 minutes into this thing both of these picks could be packed up and again it's a lot of fun to play but we're here to make money that's how you keep the lights on how you keep the kids fed and how you keep your hubby or wife off your back all right now with our prize picks in the rearview mirror and hopefully we're in the black already for the night let's hop in and do a little recap we'll go around the horn around the league as you know news right now around opening day is moving hot and heavy and with the ubiquitous flow of information you got to be on top of it and not only that you got to be filtering it so let's just do a little bit and see what's going on in the news Frankie Lindor turned down that contract extension with the Mets I mean I don't know what he's thinking. That seems like a lot of money to leave on a table when you could get hurt and lose it all tomorrow. But Frankie, man, best of luck to you. I think he's going to be great for the Mets. Really no effect on the futures bets or the fantasy market. Next up, Anthony Santander. Good to go for the Orioles. I think he's a really undersung and understated source of power. both for Baltimore, that's going to translate into our run totals if we're betting and of course for DFS he's got the stick working those ballparks in the division are excellent and he'll be facing some very bad pitching with those Red Sox coming up in the opening series so that's always good big news today Adalberto Mondesi the speedster the second rounder in NFBC main events everywhere is down with an oblique he's going to be on the IL to start the year those can be tough but They really are person to person. I'm not a doctor and don't pretend to be one on Twitter. But best of luck to you. Get well soon. Mondesi, I mean those people who drafted you earlier. Yikes. I know some people are thinking, is it Bobby Witt time? I'm not really ready to go there yet. Pump the brakes. But the way the Royals do move people up through the minors it is possible i do wish i had him on my tgfbi team moving on next michael lorenzen one of my favorite fantasy sleepers on the reds had a setback with his right shoulder things are not looking good for him already and that reds rotation in general speaking of which in the business they call that a segue sunny gray had a problem with the back on that same Reds rotation and let's see he'll be back around mid april so you got to think that's probably costing him let's say three maybe four games started so we're down from 30 three to already 28 in those projections if you haven't drafted yet do your math accordingly for your reds maybe over betters those win totals it's definitely in jeopardy. The Reds were already selling off. They may continue to do so. I'm worried about the infield defense with guys like Ray and Castillo. Those high ground ball rates are only really good when the shortstop stops the ball and not when it gets kicked up into the air and two runs come around. Randy Rosarena talking the extension with the Rays. I hope he gets it done. I love the bright young stars and I just really like the way the Rays do it. Even though I'm a Yankee fan, I'm a fan of the game in general and to my New York Yankees, the pinstripe, as you know, I love the Highlanders but I don't want to get in the way of my analysis or me making money, but the big man with the gavel, Aaron Judge, he was sick but he'll be back for opening day it's all systems go for the big man and i think last piece of news right here of someone who i loved and was touting big time for fantasy george springer new addition with the toronto blue jays is starting on the il yes guess what when they were telling us he was going to be ready for opening day six days off of a grade two diagnosis for that oblique i kind of knew this is how it would start let's just hope it's for the best and springer will be back at 100 percent. i think that's important not many people were pegging him for 750 plate appearances from the get go. Yes, it stinks. He's going to miss some right off the jump. But I think if he comes back and has a healthy season, he'll be productive and going to do a lot of running around those bases. All right, that's our news and notes. Up next is the DraftKings DFS landscape for opening day. I know people have been licking their chops and chomping at the bit to get with the pros at FTN Daily as we hash this stuff out. A lot of opportunities going into the opening slate. Of course, we're going to do a little bit of that. I'll just run you through it real quick they told me that i had just a few minutes to talk about it but they didn't tell me how fast i could talk or how much info i could try and stack in there so let's see what we got today my top pitcher off the board for talking chalk has to be you darvish i mean listen he's been great since the back end of that 2019 there really hasn't been anyone better walks are always a big hang up those seem to be in the rearview mirror and he really looks like a cy young candidate when he's heading to cores i may be a little bit skeptical for daily play but tomorrow it is all systems go gotta love the pods gotta love darvish not sure if i'm paying the 10,400 but i can understand if you do it is you know a good chance he goes out there and just punches those lights out my favorite value is actually a pitcher it's pitcher two somebody that i wrote about at ftn daily it's sandy alcantara for the marlins he is severely underpriced in my opinion at 6,500 i just think it's way too low for him especially facing the rays who are a good team but their success is generally predicated on pitching and relieving not on the offense which is good but not great so alcantara has a fantastic arsenal he has five very strong pitches he works in he works out he works up and in down and away with all those pitches his fastball is up a tick up to about 97 and he changes speed throughout the arsenal as low as about 70 so he is a really tough customer i think he's gonna be a handful on the raise and he's been lights out this spring people worried about the strikeouts well, don't tell sandy because he's been the sandman lately i'm getting on alcantara and darvish maybe if you pack them together you had eight and a half thousand for the average of the two Hmm? sounds like something i could get into all right tomorrow like i said lots of values because the slate's been hanging out there and there have been decisions made so again they didn't tell me how much information i could try and stack in here i'm going at micro machine speeds here ludicrous speed without going plaid little space balls for you so i think i can get you a player at every single position that's going to return a profit at three thousand dollars or less really that's that bargain kind of basement level right there right that's that parameter that standing point where anything other than that is really cheap cheap let's go all the way around the horn and let's get you those bargain bin guys and then you work around your own studs so at first base you can get ronald guzman for the rangers really unsung that power potential looks like it's here he's having a killer spring they're just okay so he's gonna be hitting at the front of the lineup second base Kendall Marte. yeah he had a down season last year last year he was a top 40 overall fantasy pick he's excellent he'll also be hitting at the top of the lineup against you darvish who i mentioned but at 2700 for a bonafide star that's an easy return for him if you ask me he could come off the bullpen next to him shortstop and second base josh rojas going out for 2600 also top of the lineup i know darvish is a tough customer but i wonder if the Marte plus rojas cheap cheap double stack diamondback feed could be a profit maker again doesn't take much to pay off 2500 2600 let's keep going all the way to Milwaukee, the beer makers, Luis Urias, he's penciled in for a shortstop, and third, I love the versatility, he's also going to play every day right in the middle of the lineup against tough customer, Kenta Maeda, but, I mean, Maeda's known to be good, but he's not really like a shutdown guy where we're looking for, you know, 15 punches or anything like that, so I think Urias also could fill it he's probably near the bottom of my list here if i were ranking them in a vacuum over to the outfield this is where the real values are had i'm talking true value these i think are the real winners tomorrow in the big slate. Over to Baltimore. So this is like a bit of my favorite stack, but also my favorite value. Sometimes you take a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B, you mash them together, and hopefully you end up with a bunch of cash in your pocket. It's Austin Hayes and Cedric Mullins both going off at twenty one hundred dollars. That seems like a severe misprice. Also, when we take into account the fact opening day is just chock full of aces, it's very hard to target starting pitchers. There's only a few of them. Gibson being one, Ivaldi being the other. So the Orioles with the context they have a good lineup yeah their pitching is not very good but we don't care this is DFS people so give me Hayes and give me Mullins I anybody mean, hitting one and two or one and three with Yuvaldi you can see where I'm going there's a huge chance for a windfall last guy also if I had to with a vacuum pick my number one value here it's got to be Jorge Soler he is buried at 2800 and with the ind- injury to Mondesi that I mentioned before that's a lineup place he'll be moving up he's going to get the extra at bat he's always good for a ton of power and at 2800 it just takes one swing to pay that off so i'm seeing tomorrow as a stars and scrubs kind of thing but the scrubs are coming in you know those quotation marks because i think i really do that we're gonna get a ton of profit on those picks so that's your DraftKings opening day breakdown all right everybody it's that last section that's the nearest and dearest to the big guys heart. because we're talking betting we're talking the mlb moving averages algorithm and i am ready fired up with my new graphing tool and all the stuff going on at ftm bets man let's get down and do some cap and everybody i'm so excited remember opening day this is a marathon and it's not a sprint and it's really fun to bet all of our money on the first day but it's not how we do it i'm a professional and we all have to be professionals and that starts with being disciplined i have a very stringent written plan that i stick to so although i can be like yipping and yelling yippee kaye yay and all that stuff i assure you it's all very proactive and none of it or very little of it is reactive so that being said we're looking for dogs early in the season until there's enough information for that algorithm i spoke of to really kick into high gear right now it's more subjective than objective we're going to look for edges and lines because we don't have the stats yet okay let's dive right in going to sound like a broken record i'm back on those orioles okay they're coming in at a dog i mentioned all the aces and they're being hard to target them eovalde is not one of those he has struggled and, I mean, the Oriole offense is very good. So I think at least for our first five bet, we could get a plus money odd where we have John Means and the definitive pitching edge with at least, let's call it, a draw on offense. I think that F5 at plus money pays the bill. Some people are not into the F5, and that's fine. I think there's another bet to be had in that same game, and it's a Baltimore team total. This is kind of funny because, as we know, Las Vegas does not predict winners. They predict where the public money will come in at an even you know stance right on that fulcrum so the public allows bad team narratives to drag down things that it shouldn't again Baltimore doesn't pitch doesn't mean they don't hit but that has nothing to do with the team total oftentimes bad teams will have lower team totals than they should and that's where I'm going for tomorrow I'm already starting to see some plus money or even money for like three and a half or four runs you want to smash that the Baltimore Orioles are a five-run team ladies and gentlemen especially in Fenway Park and especially facing any of the Red Sox pitcher. So there's like two bets right there, and I think I got one more for you. I am allergic to juice, as many people who follow my work at FTN and MLB moving averages know. However, at minus 106 Brandon Woodruff is close enough to even money at home that I'm gonna take him all day he is a bona fide stud there's that public narrative again chasing up the twins who are good but they're not great what are you talking about they mash but that's about it yeah they were among the league lead in home runs last year but they were very poor across the other statistical baskets that I like to compartmentalize teams into we talk about discipline they strike out way too much their CSW at 25% was in the bottom 10. Their walk rate is too low. They chase more than 32% of the time as a team. Their elevation is good, but they're bad at ball metrics. What you think as a mashing team would be great or not necessarily. They only had a 382 Woba on contact and a 384 expected, which of course is good, but not what you'd think would be when you think of the twins. Woodruff is an ace give me him at even money and i do like the bullpen the airbenders out there with hater and the puffy hair i think the brewers are good for a win here especially if you get them at even or plus money wrap that up so there's three bets for you guys i think everyone is gonna hit plus we got our prize picks and we got a draft kings win coming so i hope everybody enjoyed my first episode here on the mayo media network at baseball bets and picks man i just had an absolute blast i had a tough time staying in my chair so please remember rate and subscribe and review and get on the twitter machine let pat know how great of a job i did and let the good people at the mail media network know that you want me back because i love to do this so really from the bottom of my big warm and fuzzy heart as always coming to you worldwide from brooklyn new york i love you and thank you for spending your time with me the big guy remember last lesson as always the most important. You're only going to get out what you put in. That's the realest advice, everybody. Take care. Peace.